0: Thank you.
1: Welcome to they call this a movie testing the strength of friendships one terrible movie at a time subscribe to the podcast on itunes and other podcast services by searching they call this a movie we're part of the main damie network Got to find more from us check out the website at the main or on twitter facebook and instagram at the main damie we are also now a proud member of geek vibes nation you can find them at gvnation.com welcome back to they call this a movie and with me as always is dan aquino and mark meyer say hello gentlemen
2: hey everybody hey how you doing uh uh, I'm just glad that this gets to distract me from the insane stuff that's going on in the sports world. So thanks, Ant.
1: Sure. Uh, that's not going to timestamp nothing. Yeah, well, that could be any year. Exactly. <laughs> well, who knows what we're talking about? But uh, this is a very special episode. Before we get into the, our very special episode, guys, did you watch anything this week?
3: I did. And guys, I got to tell you, do you remember what movie theaters are? Uh, It's been a while. Do you remember hot... yeah, do you remember like sitting in a dark theater and the surround sound, the crystal clear sound and just that, that feeling because I got to do that yesterday. Really? Oh yeah. I, I ventured outside, my friends. I did it. Oh, I man. risked life and limb to see tenant. <laughs> my um my uncle's birthday was yesterday, so my aunt rented out a theater. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was great. And I mean I I would love for that to be like the norm because I'm really sad to see. I, I think Variety posted a article how a lot of theaters are just operating at losses now. Mm-hmm. Um, so man, I feel like we're just on the precipice of theaters shutting down for good. But I'll tell you, it felt I I got my M and M's, I got my Coca Cola Classic, sat down. I, I had my mask on, except for, you know, I'd slip an M&M or whatever. And I, I saw Tenet. I didn't even care about the movie, to be honest. <laughs> it was just being there to see a movie. And the, the theater wasn't great. It was a fine theater. Cinemark. I've never been to a Cinemark before in my life. Decent theater. It could have been the fucking, you know, the Ritz or whatever. I don't care. It was so good. But, um to the movie itself it was a fine movie I don't think it was one of Christopher Nolan's best movies it was kind of unnecessarily difficult to follow at times uh not like like inception had you hooked with how crazy it was and like interstellar was the same way this was just kind of unnecessarily confusing if that makes sense sure yeah
1: I think and, I think inception does a Really good job of explaining itself, at almost to its detriment, because I know a lot of people will say that you know 80% of that movie's exposition, telling you what you're about to see. So it's a double-edged edged sword, basically.
3: Tenet is the exact opposite. <laughs> like how, like all of a sudden, it's all these things are happening, and then all of a sudden they decide halfway through the movie to do an exposition dump on how everything works. Like, well, man, that would have been great if you explained it throughout the movie (laughs) instead of just shoving it in our face. But I mean, the action scenes were cool. Uh, it's an interesting concept, obviously Christopher Nolan is anything but boring. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, you know, you're going to get some interesting stunts. You're going to get some interesting action. Uh, uh, Pattinson, very good. Washington, very good. It it was a, uh, Branagh is good. He's, he's kind of creepy, scary. I mean, it was a good cast. It was well acted, but like the editing was kind of poor. And there's a lot of times that the editing really took you out of scenes, mm-hmm. but did,
1: did they manage to fix the audio? I know people were complaining about once again, they were unable to hear the dialogue like every other Christopher Nolan movie.
3: I didn't really have a hard time listening to it, but I, he's got to find a different sound than blah. someone needs to explain to him that there was there's a whole world of sound out there (laughs) there's pews pew (laughs) (laughs) right right yeah there's (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's just he's fixated on the can i ask a question yes please
1: does elizabeth debicki dunk in this movie does she say that one more time does she dunk does she dunk yeah that girl's like six three no. I really just want to put a basketball in her hands and see
3: if she could dunk. She does the reverse <laughs> dunk on... Uh, and you know what's kind of weird, that you now that you mentioned it? You know how, like, Tom Cruise, he can never be shorter than his co-stars? Yeah. In in Tenant? they kind of go out of their way to show you that she towers over... Was it uh, John David Washington? Right. Because he's, he's kind
1: of... Sh- I get the feeling that he's kind of short.
3: Yeah, he might just, be, like,
1: my height. Right, because just Black Klansmen... Adam Driver is noticeably taller than him. Yes. And Adam Driver is around that six two.
3: Yeah. Uh, she, range. Yeah. She's. And they, she's in
1: heels, right?
3: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. She. They don't even try to hide that she's she's tall. Yeah. But no, no dunking. Which is, I mean, how how do you pass that up the chance to have her dunk and the <laughs> blah
1: sound? Right? Or at least like take like an outside shot. I bet <laughs> right. she's a,
3: she's like a solid stretch four maybe. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, just drives the lane on Pattinson. Uh, that that would have been great. Throws the elbow too. But sadly, no, there was no athletic play. Hold doesn't... on a second. Hold on a second. Uh,
2: Mark, is that you? Yeah, I'm here.
1: Why? Uh, it's a little, like, uh, wind
3: tunneling. Who's that?
1: Better? Yep. Am I still good? You're still good, yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry, Dan. Oh, no. that's
3: okay. Uh, essentially, uh, the only athletic athletic thing she does in the movie is swan dive off of a boat. It's a perfectly fine dive. I would have given her like a seven or eight if I were a judge. Uh, it's, but it, it's a cool concept of a movie. I know it took him five years to write it. And it's, you know, again, I think it was just a little, it, it's a Christopher Nolan movie, but they just kind of went a little too out outside of the, the box, I think. It's like
1: needlessly complicated.
3: Yeah, yeah, essentially. But, gotcha. you know, my again, it could have been anything. I could have been watching one of the movies that we review. Sure. And it would have been awesome. It, it could have been Gotti. And I would have been, <laughs> this is great. Oh, my God, a theater. John oh, he's doing amazing. the five burrows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, so, man. So I better editing, uh, Tenant or uh, Pootie Tang? <laughs> uh,
3: probably Tenant. <laughs> but
2: there,
3: but yeah, there but was just a, there's a scene... Where John David Washington is speaking with this woman, and it's just cut, 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 and you're like, oh my god, please just stay focused on one of the one of the actors for ten seconds. It, it's just it took me right out of the scene, very jarring. <laughs> All right,
1: uh, is that your only uh, your only viewing this week?
3: No, I actually just watched uh, The Devil All the Time with with uh, Stellan Skarsgård. Is it Stellan okay. Stellan Skarsgård? I Was forget it the
1: older Skarsgård.
3: It's Pennywise. Oh, uh, I can't
1: think of his name off the top of my head. Bill Skarsgård. Skarsgård.
3: Bill Skarsgård. Uh, and Tom Holland is in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a good movie. It's fine. Uh, slow burn. Very slow burn. But it's interesting. I I don't really have too much to say about it. I, I would rec- I think you guys would enjoy it, cause okay. I and I know you kind of like the slow burns.
1: Honestly, I have no idea what that movie is about. Um, what about you, Mark? You watch anything this week?
3: Uh,
2: the only thing I watched was a um. Uh, another episode of High Score. Um, the only thing I'll say real quick, because I'll go on in case if you watched anything yet, was that episode was all about Sega and Nintendo, you know, that the, the, con- the first console war. Um, but mostly it made me miss John Madden. OK, there's yeah, there's a the whole thing about John Madden in it. And just they were showing the old clips of him in the booth. And I'm like, I was like, I miss John Madden as a color commentator. <laughs> on on sports, sure, yeah, they did this whole crazy thing where he was uh diagramming a play for Pat Summerall, mm-hmm. and Pat oh. Summerall looked a little bit scared for his life because <laughs> Matt is just going like wild with the marker on the paper. I don't know if you've seen that episode yet, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and Summerall's like,
3: okay, John, <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget the uh, man, those guys like talking about great sports announcers, like when uh, he He drew the dial. uh, He he drew on the teleprompter the steam coming off of one of the uh, defensive back's bald head on Dallas. It's I mean that's the kind of stuff that only he could make interesting.
2: Yeah, it was it was so good that just that whole section they had him you know riding a train because he didn't have the cruiser at this point. Right, and uh, he was like, yep, the best thing about this is the wheels never leave the ground. That's what he said (laughs) to the guy. (laughs) His big like six foot four. Like probably close to 280 pound man. It's just like, yep, I'm glad these wheels stay on the ground. <laughs> like it, it was just, it was just real good. Um, you know, I growing up, I knew most of the stuff that that was in that episode. But yeah, I was just like, man, and especially with our conversation pre-stream, you know, it was like, man, we were we were we were spoiled as kids with the commentators that we got to listen to, um, mm-hmm. uh, beforehand. But yeah, that's about all I watched. Uh, you know, I've been I. Have As you saw, if you watched the uh, stream for the Game Vault Pod on uh, Wednesday, not to date this, but I finally finished moving, so um, I should have more time to uh, actually watch movies. So
1: interesting, but you won't anyway. I <laughs> won't, <laughs> but it's I will a, now
2: have more time.
1: Sure. <laughs> uh, so I didn't watch too much this week. Actually, that's not true. I did watch a, a few things. Uh, I rewatched The Lighthouse, uh, another Robert Pattinson film. I didn't. I still don't love it um it's just too weird like robert eggers writer director also wrote and directed the witch which i love Uh, i just don't love it and it's there's not enough there for me the performances are interesting but when all's said and done it's like what happened in this movie i don't know not much and that's really all i come away with so i watched that again and I watched a documentary called Scary Stories, which is a documentary about scary stories to tell in the dark, the children's book series from our childhood. And it's not the movie Scary Stories. No, it's a okay. documentary about the writer and how, you know, it's basically just, it's basically just people talking about which illustrations they remember vividly or which stories really got them when they were kids and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's, uh,
3: that's probably better
1: than the movie yeah uh it was interesting it's you know it was something that i just had on the background and decided to watch it but i did watch the babysitter 2 killer queen and it was interesting it was the netflix movie with uh, the original one had samara weaving right and it so this was the sequel that came out last week i guess when you're listening to this like two weeks ago um it was good it's it, it kind of takes the ball uh, that the first one has and just kind of go takes it and runs with it. Kind of goes way over the top with it. Um, it's not bad. It's like a six, six and a half. Okay. Um, the cast is still pretty game for everything that the movie makes them do. It's silly. It's like a it's like a good dumb movie, I guess.
3: And that was the first movie, really. Yeah, this goes a little dumber. <laughs> That's but that's good. You got to top the first one, right?
1: Yeah. Just yeah, I didn't mind it. Top. It was it was kind of mindless entertainment, and that was fun. Uh, okay. Something that I, I didn't needed at that moment.
3: I didn't know that came out, but I liked the first one, so I'll check out. Yeah,
1: and, and that's about tomorrow weaving. So yeah, that's about all I watched this week. But this week is a special week. Uh, if you listened to last week's episode, you would know that was episode 100. So we decided to take a break. Uh, gives ourselves a mental vacation a bit. As we are approaching 31 Days of Horror, we decided to take a week and just kind of celebrate ourselves, pat ourselves on the back, because, uh, you know, we've done a, a couple of other podcasts uh, that have not made it to 100 episodes, so <laughs> we're we're here to pat ourselves on the back a little bit for accomplishing that. So, at the very least, we made it. Hey, look, Ma, I made it, as the it, Panic at the Disco would say.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's, it's weird. You you would think that we would have hit 100 already it like it feels like we've done a ton of episodes but it's it's just it's cool man i don't think i've been well i mean i guess stranger Damies has done 100 it's been over 100 episodes
2: mm-hmm. right 27
3: yeah. yeah it's it's crazy i i love the consistency that we've done it's we've i've seen a lot of interesting movies hate them love <laughs> them uh it's it's just a great overall experience yeah uh, you know,
1: I I've had such a great time with this podcast, and um, you know, hundreds more. I'm ready for. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it does. It does feel like we've done this for so long, and you know, if if no one doesn't remember, uh, like it's hard to remember that this wasn't even a weekly podcast when we first started. Mm. It was I had started it off as something that I just wanted to get back into writing articles, which has now gone by the wayside. But what I was doing was we would. I would write articles when on weeks that we didn't have podcasts and we would do it semi-regularly. We would do it like we were first, we started off doing it once a month and what based on just a movie that uh, uh, a, a theatrical release that kind of inspired a movie that we wanted to watch and talk about. And then after that we started to do every other week and we would uh, switch off between this and the main Amy podcast. So, and then I think, Around the beginning of 2019, we decided, you know, we're we're kind of phoning. We were, I think, we kind of all admitted that we were kind of phoning it in for the main Dami podcast, and we really didn't know where that thing was going. So then we decided to take this uh, take this weekly, and we started off June 21st, 2018, was our first episode, and that was the land that time forgot. And we've done 99 more after that. So. You know, I think we've come a long way both in structure. I think we figured out our structure. I think we figured out our um, our audio. Um, listening to listening back to a few of the older episodes, uh, we definitely hit our stride after the first episode. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I'm very I'm very pleased where we're at right now. Mark, what about you?
2: Yeah, yeah. I was the the best part about this um, podcast is uh, you just get the the mixture of Um, both reliving um, movies I haven't seen in a long time that I loved or had memories of, but couldn't remember if they were good or not. And then just seeing the insane stuff that you pull out and that I never would have even had a a thought of. Um, And just the, uh, the main thing as is with all the podcasts that we currently have um, running on the main Damie family podcast, um, is just the growth it's shown, um, you know, over these 100 episodes. Like I was listening uh, back to some old episodes, and just the 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 conversations. Um, it, we just got we get into a rhythm a lot easier, um, and just bits or jokes just flow more than um, fe- feel less stilted. And I, I always I'm always proud of growth, and um, you know, when it comes to doing anything in a uh, creative a medium, so. I uh, just seeing that we're not stuck in the same place and that we're getting more listeners. We have, you know uh, a big supporter over on Geeks Five Nation and in Tia, and just seeing that support for this thing where we watch sometimes really dumb movies that nobody should ever watch um, and and just then talk about them um, has been has been great. And also, every October, you subject me to horror movies that I would never have thought twice about watching. Uh, because um, and at times I thank you for that. And at other times, um, you know, I I as we've seen in previous ones, I'm like, ah, I, I don't get it. But I OK. Sort of <laughs> response to it. Team player. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, um, but I love my role of, of being basically the optimist on the podcast where I always try to find the silver lining and everything. Um, That is just me in general. If if you've listened to the other podcasts, I do the same thing Um, or even the streams that we do now. Uh, So, uh, and it's also um, going back to the growth in real fast. The, the fact that now I know after watching a movie going into this podcast, just how both of you will react to a movie mostly Um, only once or twice. Am I surprised by Dan's reaction to things? Um, but it's sort of like we we've gotten this camaraderie and sort of getting to know each other and our movie tastes a little bit better. And I think that's made the podcast more fun. Okay. Yeah. So,
1: uh, this is gonna be a free form episode. If you haven't figured that out already, we're, we have a couple of things on the agenda. We're going to go back and talk about kind of some of our favorite moments from the show. We have a few clips that we pulled and we're going to play them for you uh i have a couple of things maybe questions i'm going to ask these guys maybe a little bit sort of episode uh, they call this movie sort of trivia not really but you'll you'll see what i'm talking about and then we have a couple we just have put together a list of our five favorite movies we've covered that we hadn't seen previously uh not including avengers endgame because that doesn't count but uh yeah so i there's a question that i want to come up with that i didn't write down Uh. So, we've done a hundred episodes, and this is just after Mark was talking, it had uh, it came to the top of my head. Uh, what's the worst movie we've covered to you? Uh, in
3: in terms of just like overall or like uh, production quality, if you want to be just the movie you liked the least. The movie that I liked the least okay. uh, oh, uh, love on a leash. <laughs> okay. Love on a leash because that combined terrible acting. Uh, terrible characters, terrible production value, and they made me hate a dog, and <laughs> that shouldn't be humanly possible. Okay, Mark.
2: Yeah, that that would have been the um the uh, e- uh the one I would have went with if we went production value, um in terms of that because that is just a train wreck of a of a production and movie. But I think the worst thing we watched, and, and Dan may have forgotten about this one, but um that um Turtles Christmas special. That we watched. Yeah. Um, that was, that was an years. episode
3: just you and I did.
2: Yeah, yep. yeah. That movie is god or whatever <laughs> it's supposed to be, short film or whatever. But that might have been the worst thing that I had to go through um, on this podcast. Because at least, um, you know, Love on a Leash, I could laugh at how terrible it was while watching it. Um, there was nothing redeeming, even from this optimist brain here, about that Turtles thing. Um, <laughs> and... It was, yeah. I couldn't even think content-wise. Like at least, you know, we get into the mindset of, oh, at least it's for the content. We can we can shit on this terrible sound design for thirty minutes, you know, on the podcast. But that turtles thing was like, I don't know. I don't remember because we don't record obviously pre-show stuff. But I don't know if I said to Dan beforehand. I'm like, I don't know how we're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> it was one this. of our shorter episodes. Yeah, one of our shortest yeah.
3: episodes.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's
2: yeah. like, hi, okay. Um I think the best part we got out of it was um, was you uh, I think told the story about going to see them on Broadway with the uh,
3: Radio City Music Hall.
2: Yeah, the Radio City Music Hall um, thing. That might have uh, been the best part of that podcast.
3: I'm telling you, man, uh, count on us. That that song slaps. All right, <laughs> go listen to it. I swear, I I rock out to that song to this day. If I'm Gets feeling down. Up. Oh, man, if I'm feeling down, a bad day of work, listen, the, the Turtles, you can count on us, man. <laughs> There's no need to be afraid. You can count on us. <laughs> it's we, so we,
2: bad, but it's so good. We all need to hear that in Yeah. today's day and age.
3: <laughs> what is it, what I'm trying to, you got to fight to be free. You got to fight for what is right. I mean, who can't identify with those lyrics? <laughs> come on
1: it's universal (laughs) in terms of mine uh love on the leash is the obvious one it's definitely just the most baffling movie we've ever done i personally hated left behind the movie um yeah that's
3: its message was just terrible yeah yeah that was second on my list
1: those are those are like my two that are fighting over it uh yeah because i haven't seen si- i I did not see we wish you eternal christmas uh the star wars holiday special is a bad one too mm-hmm. um but yeah i I think i would probably lean love on a leash just because of
3: just how incompetent that was overall yeah i, I one of those movies has actually made my my list of uh movies that we haven't seen oh interesting it's yes. left behind the movie no <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I would have rather have forgotten that one and I kind of did because when you brought up like oh shit yeah we did do that.
1: Uh so for a little background in case nobody has followed us in our careers quote unquote at the main naming this is not the original they called us a movie back in 2013 we did four episodes of they called us a movie started off oct- October 7th 2013
3: does anybody remember what movie we did first? uh october it was probably a horror movie yep was,
2: was it, the, it uh, what, uh, can i yeah go for it mark was it the uh um what's it called uh the multiple movies in one i can't think of the name for it you're uh, on the right
3: track yes i
2: yeah think, um uh, I, I might be off
3: then it was snoop dogg's
2: hood yeah, of that's it. Uh
3: i was gonna yeah. say night hood of, of the Far. creeps
2: yeah um, so
1: we also did so uh the ones that aired there's a, there, we did four episodes three aired it was snoop dogg's hood of horror mountaintop motel massacre yes and then we went into christmas and did jingle all the way the one that we never aired was bloodlust zombies was a softcore porn horror movie starring lexus texas oh, oh yeah that's right. that's right and it didn't air because we lost i think it was dan's portion of the podcast so back then we used to all record our own pieces and we i would put them together now we've figured out other ways to record this so for whatever reason yours was lost to time so i tried to uh, tried my best to kind of listen to it and see if we could have put it together without dan's and it didn't make any sense so then we just said fuck it and it's gone we'll never see that thing again
3: future generations loss i guess
1: so yeah so it was five years before we actually picked this back up um and then we had other iterations of podcasts then the main namey we kind of picked up and we did a few movies uh, we we kind of did a, a few podcasts in the same vein that would eventually become they call this movie we did another horror season where we did like the baby uh the stuff remember the stuff Ooh, The uh, stuff kind of the creeps and then we did some uh i think so uh, like a Bruce Lee movie, I think we did. And, but yeah, this was, that was the original, uh, they called this movie. We did four episodes. What I'm proud of the most when it comes to this podcast is we always had problems with consistency. And we have figured that out in some way. <laughs> I don't know what it is about this, this podcast that we've been able to master the art of just doing an episode every every week. Um, the Main Amy podcast, I think that was its biggest downfall was the fact that we would do like an episode. And then we do two episodes in a row and then we wouldn't do another one for three months. And I think that's our biggest growth portion. Yeah. It's just the you got to do it. We got to do it. We got to do it because we got to But I think I don't think it's felt like a job yet. Maybe I'm wrong. No. You tell me.
3: I mean, I'll always tell friends who are trying to get into podcasting that consistency is key. Uh, if, you, if you're turning out content, anything pretty much, to your, your I, I guess, quote unquote, fan base, it's going to make it much easier for them to grow. Because eventually, you know, there's such a wide variety of podcasts out here that someone eventually is going to just stumble across you mm-hmm. and maybe they'll like you. But then if you're just, if you're taking a month between podcasts, why, how are you going to get any interest going? Yeah. But if you have a library of back-to-back, you know, podcasts going, it, it definitely makes it easier. And I, I think that's the biggest thing. What Whether you know, like I like to say, obviously not every podcast is a smash hit in, in our terms. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Not everything's going to be golden, but I'd like to think more often than not we put out good content, so that's why you see the numbers growing as they are. And uh, who doesn't love bad movies? You know, <laughs> that's such a such a niche that you know a lot of people have made livings off of it, at least, uh, especially on the internet. But I mean, I, I like how we kind of have a mixture of older bad movies, newer bad movies, uh, through every genre, and it's it's not just old movies or action movies or just new movies uh we we run the the gamut of bad movies
1: yeah yeah uh yeah definitely now i wanted to ask you guys a question because i have some stats a little bit not too many but uh i wanted to see if you guys could guess uh the top our top five most listened to episodes
3: okay yeah
1: so this isn't gonna be this isn't gonna be like how we used to do with trivia we're just gonna gonna see what you what, how well you guys could figure how well you guys could do this.
3: Okay, I, I'm assuming Endgame is in there. I will tell you no. In oh, okay. the top five, it is not in there.
1: I okay. could probably pull up where if it winds up in the top ten, but yeah. Uh, Mark, what do you what do you think? Uh,
2: Justice League.
1: Justice League is not there. No. Oh wow.
2: Hmm.
3: Interesting. Um, Avengers Endgame is eighth. Eighth. Okay, so not too far off. Um, I'm trying to think. It's it has to be within the past few months. I will say the number one movie that we
1: the number one episode listened to is less than a year old. Wow, man, I am I am stumped to be honest with you. (laughs) Uh, Most of these movies are around are just around a year old, if not more recent.
3: The movie itself, not the episode. No, 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 the the episode, the episode, oh, the episode. Uh, Mark, you go.
2: Do we get any play for Vampire's Kiss? Uh, it's
1: not in the top 10. Wow. Uh, this movie is from the 90s. Uh, Twister? It's, it's not Twister. Wow. Uh, I'm going to give you the first one because I don't think you guys are going to get it. Because it's baffling to me. Our number one most listened to episode is the 1998 Christmas hit, I'll, I'll Be Home Be for Home Christmas. Christmas. Really? Yep. What Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Num- number one. And it's not even close. Really? Really? <laughs>
3: Man, I mean Jonathan in terms Tara of our Thomas numbers, still pulls man. Yeah. Uh
1: yeah. So number 1 is i'll Be Home for Christmas. Number okay. 2 is a movie that I I was not a part of. Number 2 is Law Abiding Citizen. Get out of okay. here. Nope. that Gerard Butler, Dan.
3: Yeah. Yep. You see you guys hate on him but <laughs> the people know. Good for you guys.
1: Uh number 3 is A Nightmare on Elm Street 2 Freddy's Revenge. 31 days of horror entry. Number four is The Fanatic.
3: I was going to say The Fanatic, too, because it was between Fanatic and Gotti, because I do remember us having the conversation about one of those two having good numbers. Man. Uh, And number five, rounding out number top five is Dr. Seuss's The Cat in the Hat.
1: Shitty movie. (laughs) What a bad movie. (laughs) Six, Invasion USA. Uh, Seven, Jaws the Revenge. Eight, Avengers Endgame. Nine, Thunderstruck. episode that mark and i co-hosted yeah
2: Yeah, with with... the negative charisma kevin durant (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, i wasn't there for that rounding out the top 10 is the only movie on this top 10
3: list from 2020 is the phantom oh and we got a we got a follow from the phantom uh twitter account for that one yep (laughs) Uh, if i'm
2: not mistaken and it's four of the top five like within two months of each other uh yeah roughly uh so all of them
1: all of them are within five months okay. the most the oldest episode of the top five is dr seuss the cat in the hat which was july of 2019 and then everything mm-hmm. else was we got two in september of last year one in october and one in december i feel like
3: the cat in the hat was not that long ago that's crazy yeah
1: july oh, a awesome. year ago
3: I, I will tell you that the fanatic is in my top five. Oh,
1: interesting yeah. interesting yeah uh do you guys have any guess of what the longest episode is it's an old episode i think like an older episode i'll say it's one of our it was one of our first 15 episodes skyscraper no it's that's up uh, there though jack Damn and jill nope that's up there all those are kind of up there yeah <laughs> No, it's a Star Wars The Holiday Special, clocking wow. in in an hour and 49
2: minutes. Oof, I think that was when we were still doing trivia, so that makes sense.
1: I think so. I think we did have a trivia part portion of that. Um, would you hazard a guess at our shortest episode? It's, it's the a... Turtle
3: Christmas, I'd imagine. It's not. Ooh. I don't know. The shortest episode. So it's got to be less than an hour. Yep. What is it, 45 minutes? Close. It's about. It's around there. Okay. I,
1: is I don't it the know thing
2: on uh, uh, the neil breen movie
1: that doesn't count because that was that okay. was not a. but yeah, <laughs> yes for all intents and purposes yeah if i was trying to trick you guys that would be the answer yeah, i don't know I, I really don't yeah uh I, the answer is an episode that probably came out two weeks after star wars holiday special santa claus conquers the martians clock oh, okay. in
3: 43 minutes that's wild <laughs> That, I mean, even that, that probably felt like an eternity because that yeah, movie was awful.
2: Those yeah. three movies were in a row. It was the, i uh, sorry, I had the letterbox. Um, you know, it's a Star Wars holiday special, then the Turtles movie, and then Santa yeah. Claus and the Martian.
1: Yeah, that was our first first Christmas with yeah. this podcast. So we have eight episodes that are less than one hour. Twisted Pear Trailer, which we, I counted it for this one. We Wish You a Turtle Christmas. Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Sorceress. Left Behind the movie, which I remember just being like, I hated this movie. Let's get through this as fast as possible. Lost Treasure of the Maya, I think it was basically the same thing. Roadhouse, which I think it was just me and Dan. And it might have been. Rubber. Rubber was our last episode under one hour. But That that was probably close to so like probably 55 minutes, 56 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember because uh, I, I was going through it today and like Rubber and Roadhouse were just about the same amount the same
3: length of time. You know what's cool, and I, I was thinking about this just now. It's not just us picking the movies too. I mean, we picked the majority of it, but we'll put out polls. People will, you know, give us uh, suggestions of movies to review. So I feel like that's a pretty cool, uh, a pretty cool indicator that people are interested. Yeah. Uh, you know, and when we uh, when we put out a poll, it's not just you know like three or four or five votes. We're getting a good amount of votes for for what to review.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we haven't done a, we haven't done a poll in a while. Maybe we should get back
3: to doing one of those. Yeah, I think that's a great way to again, if you're trying to put a podcast out there and you want to interact on Twitter, polls are great.
1: Yeah. Uh, I also have a couple numbers of the the year that we have covered the most amount of movies it was from 1987 where we did a total of nine. Oh, wow. Jaws, The Revenge, Teen Wolf 2, Dolls, Deadly Prey, Funland, Masters of the Universe, Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2, The Running Man, and Over the Top. We also did eight movies from 1996 which included Skyscraper, Raven, Kazam, Santa with Muscles, the Phantom, Leprechaun 4 in Space. And escape from LA. So, uh, did we want to talk about our five favorite movies that we never saw before this uh, this show? Sure. All right.
2: So and then at go the,
1: Yeah. So we're gonna go through this, and then after this, we're gonna do uh, just a couple of our our clip show portion of the episode, if you will. So we'll get to talk about some of our favorite moments. So yeah, we'll just go around. We don't need to. We don't need to keep this long Uh, i have five but i haven't put them in order so it's just five movies that i that
3: were my favorites and it's stuff that we've never seen Stuff you've never seen before gotcha mine are pretty like they're earlier episodes uh so like nothing i I don't want i'm not going to be like like oh you know craw like that movie was fucking terrible (laughs) (laughs) that movie i i am not glad that i saw that but (laughs) But for sure, uh, like uh, the Fantastic Four, that was like our second episode, I think. Yep. And I, only, I being a comic book fan, obviously, I like most comic book movies, but there was always that legend around that Fantastic Four movie. Uh, like, like basically it was never, I don't think it was ever released in theaters, right? Right. There, there was something about it that I, I was always fascinated by and I wanted to watch it. So uh, that was one of them. The, uh, the Star Wars Holiday Special was another where I I had heard tales of how awful it was. And it, like, it they had the majority of the main cast in there. Yeah. And it's like sub- subjecting them to torture. Oh, yeah. It's like at gunpoint. Yeah, Harrison Ford <laughs> could not have wanted to have been there any less. And it just shows all over his face. Uh, it, the whole thing's in Wookiee. It's just terrible. But I'm glad I saw it. <laughs> um uh gaudy not Gotti, uh the fanatic was another one and for the haircut alone <laughs> and because fred durst directed it right so that is a train wreck and a half uh troll 2 another one where it's legendary and i was not disappointed by that one <laughs> uh, my, my last one i really didn't have i, I don't know i'm kind of torn between sorceress and guardians because sorceress really just has that ending sure which is fucking awesome (laughs) but guardian has a russian bear man (laughs) i I feel like
1: i remember that episode you absolutely hated that movie i did hate it but
3: it's a bear that shoots a gatling gun (laughs) off of its back yeah and that's really cool, but like <laughs> Sorceress was that seventy sh- like cheesy, schlocky. Yeah. And I think there was some nudity in that one. Yeah, yeah. there was. So I'm gonna, I think that kind of pushes Sorceress over the edge. Yeah. All right. If you get some nudity and quality nudity, I think mm-hmm. th- that's always gonna help. Um, yeah. Playboy Playmates. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Sorceress, okay. and that'll round out my top five, I think. All right, Mark. Lay it
2: on me. So I'll uh I'll go with Dan to just get the one that we both have on our list, which is Guardians. Um or at least he talked about. Um because for some reason after seeing that movie there are times where I just think, What would they have done with a Guardians 2 in my head? Um <laughs> <laughs> just random thoughts when I'm like completely nothing to do at work. Um so that one definitely makes my list. Um my other one is also just for Jan just for Dan, just for you, buddy. Um, it's justice league. Um, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, just because as we had said, uh, I don't know if we said a pre-stream or on here. Um, I had seen the majority of the movies we had seen outside of the horror stuff. Um, so justice league is one, one of the better ones I've seen, um, that, that I hadn't seen before. Um, reanimator might be my favorite of the, um, horror movies that nice. we've seen that I hadn't seen before. Um, um, I, and then my final two, um, obviously we have to go with a uh, uh, Darren McBay movie, and it's got to be The Killing Zone.
1: Ooh, was, good one,
2: was such a that that movie. Like, if they actually played it on basic cable, I would leave it on if it came on
3: mm-hmm.
1: TV,
2: um, because it's just that dumb, you don't have to pay attention to every single scene. Uh, movie, and then a uh, one that I had mentioned that I had not heard about at all, and ever since we watched it, I've heard like at least five or six different people talk about this movie just since I seen it, which is gleaming the cube. It is, nice. it is a movie it is a good movie um, because, you know, Christian Slater at, in that time frame was, you know, um, you know, uh, charismatic on screen and just, you know, doing his thing back in that late eighties, early nineties um, era. But after that, I'm like telling people like thinking I had, like, we had unearthed this like eighties movie did it just gone by the wayside and they're like, wait, like you mean the one with Christian Slater in it? And I'm like, What do you mean? You you <laughs> like <laughs> You've seen it? You've seen it? What's that?
3: No I, real quick, I yeah. swear to God, I was listening to an episode of Critical Role recently and I think Sam Regal mentioned Gleaming the Cube. I was like, son what? of a
2: bitch, even they know about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I was I was mentioning that I had heard it on watching someone stream Tony Hawk one and two, you know, the new game. Um, I was watching some but some some somebody in the group mentions like oh man I can't think of many good skateboarding movies and somebody was like yeah gleaming the cube (laughs) just as this this known fact that that's a great skateboarding movie
3: and I'm like hardly any skateboarding
2: in it (laughs) yeah and it was it just it was just fun it's the first time I ever had that happen where I've never went through 35 years of my life never even hearing of this movie. And then right after I see it, it's like all of a sudden it's like putting the glasses on and they live.
3: It's everywhere. (laughs) It's
2: everywhere. Um, But yeah, those are my five. And honorable mention to Funland. Um, uh, If it wasn't for the fact that uh, Guardians makes me uh, think about what the sequel would look like at random points during the day. Or how I can incorporate those characters into D&D campaigns. Um, Especially a giant bear with a Gatling gun on its back.
3: Hell yeah. Yeah.
2: uh, that would have been number five. But um, yeah, yeah, I really enjoy. And as much as I, um, you know, sort of just seem laissez faire about it to you guys, I do look forward to the horror movies because there's going to be a, you know, like with Reanimator, it's going to be a movie I will absolutely love that wouldn't even have been on my radar. And it's probably my favorite time of the year for that. Reason.
1: Great. So I'm going to get to my five. Uh, I, it doesn't seem like uh, we're going to have any overlap, which I love. Uh, I will make special mention, uh, it wasn't on my list, but Sorceress I loved. Um, my, so mine isn't in any sort of order, but so I'm just going to go through it. Mission of Justice, I believe, was just a, an episode where it was just Dan and I. Yeah, I didn't it was a direct-to-video uh, action movie with Brigitte Nielsen in it, and there's this one fight scene in it which was super awesome and then they introduced a chainsaw in the middle of that fight scene and it just got like a hundred times better um <laughs> it was that is a pretty cool scene in the garage yes in the garage yeah. and the b- the amount of times the boom mic shows up in that movie is just through the roof uh but it was a lot of fun uh i seem to gravitate towards those direct-to-video 90s action movies uh but actually the killing zone is not on my list but definitely an honorable mention uh motorama uh so batshit crazy i had to have a episode i had to have a a movie where a kid is put into danger because that seems to be a running theme in our in the movies that we pick and obviously it got us to reach out to joe mignon so we talked to him for a bit um number three uh, third on my list is Dolomite. Never had seen Dolomite. I thought that was great. It's so stupid. It's Rudy Ray Moore. He's so so ridiculous in it. A middle-aged man thinking he's the biggest badass. But to be honest with you, he, he wrote himself a pretty decent badass. Uh, number four, Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. Uh, I'd seen the clips a thousand times. I had never really sat down to watch the whole movie until this show. I'm glad I did because that movie is fantastic and my fifth partially because it might be my favorite conversation we've ever had on this show number 5 to run out the five is time cop uh, we've done we've yeah. done about a, two jean-claude van Damme movies both of them have great moments in podcasts, if we if i can say that but uh yeah time cop fun movie and one of the best conversations we ever had yeah that's if, my five
2: yeah if we were doing best episode that is definitely my number one that episode was fantastic to record and listening back to uh a couple of the clips um just makes it that was that movie i i loved it before we even saw it and just the conversations that you guys picked from it specifically to have during that podcast just made it if i recommend one going back to and listening in full it would be that one
1: sure yeah and that's our, those are our five. I think I think we all have kind of a smattering of different types of movies I love, I love the fact that we really didn't overlap too much because that kind of shows you where we're at with these and
3: how many episodes we have. Yeah yeah, again, it's the uh, it's the diversity within our our, our movie picking. We, we don't just stick to one thing really. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I think this is probably a good time. Maybe we'll take a little bit of, of a break right now. Uh, before we get into our kind of clip show episode so dan do you want to tell us a little bit about top 10 with tia
3: yeah absolutely Uh, as mark alluded to earlier uh, we have a big friend in the podcast in tia she has her own podcast on geek vibes nation it's called the top 10 with tia it's uh, Tia and her friends getting together to discuss the top 10 lists of whatever they feel like discussing. Movies, directors, actors, TV shows, comic books. Like, they do a whole bunch of... It's not just one thing, so it makes it very interesting. Uh, follow her at TC underscore Stark on Twitter. You could also check her out, again, at Geek Vibes Nation, so gvnation.com. And, yeah, go give her a follow. Okay, yeah, and
1: uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back and we'll do kind of uh play in some of our hits. So this is these friends of a podcast and then we'll be right back. Hey, this is Ken of Padawan J, Coach Duffy from the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour podcast. Every week the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics and more. It's always a parley of topics on each episode. You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchoDuroParlayHour.com, where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag 607podcastinfo, and points. our companion block section of the show. Thanks for listening to the ODPH. Now get back to your regularly scheduled podcasts. Hey everybody, my name's David. I'm the DM for From Afar A Far Podcast. From A Far Podcast is all about four friends separated by distance, brought together by adventure. Hope you all stop by and give us a listen. Thanks. And welcome back. And now it's time for our very special clip show. Uh so we we just kind of pulled, we 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 took a few weeks to kind of think about, you know, some of our favorite moments from this show, and uh we kind of Threw a few out. Uh, I don't want to keep this too long, so I kind of culled it down to like about eight or so and just wanted to talk about some of them uh, and we'll play a couple of clips here. Uh, the first one off the top of my head is uh, we, do, we do a lot of impressions on this show when deemed necessary. <laughs> and one of my favorite ones is when we go back and forth uh, during the episode we did on The manning with William Hickey. Yeah. And the uh, the fact that
3: he is forever 61 years old. <laughs> yeah. he Yeah, he came out of the womb as a 60-year-old man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then
1: we just kind of, we spent, like, it's got to be close to two minutes just going back and forth with William Hickey impressions. Yeah.
3: yeah. Mostly yeah, I, from uh, Christmas vacation. <laughs> yeah.
2: I just love the uh, um, little compliment you throw in there to your father, aunt. Oh, uh, like, what was that? You're, you're like, my dad, he's 64 and he looks a lot better than William Hickey does. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but
3: it, William Hickey definitely, he he looked like he's, he's seen some shit in his life, but he saw it all at one time compressed. <laughs> it's just like it, everything it hit was 1947. him. 1947. <laughs> everything just hit him like a ton of bricks. He gained so much knowledge in like a year. And yeah, but his voice and his acting—it's—I've never truly, truly seen a movie with him at a younger age, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> so I don't—I don't know if he's always acted the way he does as the cantankerous old coot. Yeah, but I mean that was—he was literally born to play that character. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So, without further ado, here is the clip of us doing our best slash worst William Hickey impressions. William Hickey has a long career. He died. At, he's like sixty in this movie, which isn't isn't that old. Sixty. Do you mean sixty plus sixty? So I think he's actually he might be like sixty five in this, but in so he's he's looks super old in like Christmas Vacation, and he's like just over sixty in that movie. Hold on, he died at sixty nine. Yeah. You think he's like he was eighty for like twenty five years? This blows my mind. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised too. He Ooh. was only sixty nine when he died in nineteen
2: ninety seven. Is this like the Wilford Brimley uh, Tom Cruise thing? So he's like
1: in he was like sixty one in Christmas Vacation. Oh my god! My dad is sixty four. Yeah, my dad's sixty four. He looks in much better shape than William Hickey did at sixty one.
3: I am. Um, I'm flabbergasted right now, guys. <laughs> like, you know when people say like, oh, this blew my mind. This this really blew my mind. Yeah. I bet you he, William Hickey was like this when he was a teenager too. Oh yeah, right? He had to look like he was 50 when he was 15. Yeah. Wow. This is incredible.
2: <laughs> was This guy
3: was typecast as the old man since the day he was born.
2: Was was <laughs> Angie Dickinson technically older?
3: Uh That's <laughs> a good question. Wow.
2: She was born in 1931. You might have to uh,
3: set this one out guys i'm done for the for the
1: night now <laughs> let's see william hickey was born in 1927 wow he's only four years born in 20 older, years ago.
3: four years four, older <laughs> yeah angie dickinson was in uh rio, rio bravo, bravo. yeah that's a good movie
2: yeah when she popped up i was like oh shit she's in rio bravo Where
3: did she pass oh she's still alive yes wow interesting wow this is nuts guys (laughs) this might be the greatest revelation we've ever had on they called this a movie (laughs) william hickey was just born at 69 years old (laughs) yep nice right gotta go back and watch his old shit like that one episode of the phil's what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health
1: Shop now at hero.co Silver Show in nineteen fifty seven and see
3: what he was look like. You probably still talk like this. You couldn't drive a dump truck through a nitroglycerin plant. That's not the Christmas Star <laughs> Clock. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is great. I love Ah, oh,
1: Bethany, he guessed <laughs> it. <laughs> hey, Grizz. Uh, we're just going to constantly do it. <laughs> <Why don't> Watch you. <laughs> You're not doing anything. Why don't you run into the, like, into the living room and get my stogie? We're actually doing
3: a pretty good William Hickey impression. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not bad.
1: They want you to say grace. The, the blessing. blessing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my god we've gone off the rails we should uh, <laughs> and now we have William to Ricky.
1: why were you always 75 <laughs> so that was that one and then we're gonna go right into the next one uh there's no order of this one these so i don't think that i'm ranking in any of these at all but i wanted to talk about uh one in particular Clip here is an entire episode where I did where I was pretty drunk, so forgive the audio of this because Skype never switched over my mic settings, so I am I am talking over my regular computer mic. But we covered this past Christmas, we covered Santa with muscles, and there was one scene in particular that just had me baffled and just amazed. And that was the scene with the girl singing Angel Baby to Hulk Hogan. <laughs> do you guys, what do you guys think about this moment? Mark, what, uh, I'll let you go first. Yeah.
3: What do you think?
2: Yeah. So, um, my favorite part about this, and I didn't realize it until I listened back to it, um, was the fact that the more passionate Ant got about the, uh, song and how ridiculous it was, the more and more he couldn't hide that he was, you know, a little a little bit buzzed during it because it would just be like you get to a level and then you'd have to slow down and then get it was it was amazing i don't think it could have been any better if, if, if it was you know uh in a different situation but um just the fact that uh, i think another thing that happened dan i don't know if you remembered this or or uh when when you heard the clip too is when we would uh, inform him of things that went on during that scene Um, because he was just so pissed at the song that he was like, what do you mean they said that? The boys was like, yeah, he said that, oh, but, but yeah, it was just such a, I've been in those situations where you're watching something or, um, listening to someone talk and, you know, you just get so angry at what you just heard that you just miss entire portions of the scene that may have made it, oh yes, angry.
3: Oh yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of movies like that that we watch where I was like, "What is going on right now? I can't believe I'm watching this." And then if you go back and listen to some of our previous podcasts, there will be scenes where I've just missed because like I can't <laughs> believe what I'm what I've seen. But yeah, that that scene of uh, Hulk, putting Hulk Hogan singing with a child. Someone should have been fired for that because <laughs> first of all, that kid can't sing worth a damn. <laughs> And it's just a bad, like, it's a Christmas movie. Why not just put a, cop, you know, uh, why not just put a song that's free? Like, anyone could use. Jingle all the way. uh, Whatever. But to try to make up a song is, that's a sin, man. (laughs) It seems like she's doing it right there on the spot. (laughs) Right, and and (laughs)
2: Hogan's just trying to keep up.
1: (laughs) That's what I was convinced. Brother, this
2: this reminds me of when me and King Kong Bundy were in the ring. right. Didn't talk about the match beforehand, brother. Oh, that that was, uh, <laughs> I, th- I think that was with Andre. <laughs> Andre.
3: Oh, I didn't know if I was going to beat him, brother, because listen, he's going to, he's the boss, brother. And I didn't know if I was going to pick him up and slam him to the ground. But yeah, it, it, it's, uh, for someone who was a wrestler, you would think you would have to kind of go on the fly. He, that's not Hulk Hogan. <laughs> you, you can't, you can't hope that he can improv. Yeah.
1: So here's the clip of me drunkenly getting progressively angrier at this little girl and Hulk Hogan not being able to pick it up with her.
3: They have breakfast and the one girl, I think, uh, what's her name? Susan, the the main girl. I have no, no not Susan.
1: Susan was Brenda's song.
3: Oh, that's right. Uh, this was Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth is in the church and she's talking about how (laughs) she's singing about, Baby angel, and angel baby, angel baby. It has no context within the movie.
0: Yeah,
3: right. It's not like uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, like Where Are You, Christmas, right? Yeah. Where Cindy Lou Who is she's growing up and she's she's missing that Christmas feeling, that Christmas cheer is eluding her. There yeah. is none of that here with, with this song. It's just a random song, and it's really. Yeah, it, it, it's really like she's just kind of going off the top of the dome with it.
1: My favorite part of the song is that she's like, you know it, don't you?
3: Like, yeah. It's like,
1: oh, yeah. I mean, start it off for me. And then she <laughs> goes on to sing a song that no one's ever heard before. No. And I'm, I'm positive. I wrote this in twi- on Twitter today. I'm positive this girl is making it up as she goes along because there is no explanation for it other than that
3: like hogan says that his mother used to sing it to him it's insane
1: there's nobody that sat down in a at a computer or a typewriter and wrote this song out this right. song is completely off as eight-year-old girl's top top of her head yeah she, yeah like there's not a rhyme scheme there's just her just stream of consciousness as an eight-year-old maniac was being like <laughs> sang, singing some shit about Angel Baby, and the I, last note she sings is incredible. Mariah Carey couldn't <laughs> write a better Angel <laughs> song. She couldn't hit that note because that note doesn't exist. I
2: I, I wonder <laughs> if this song was supposed to be the first sign of the reveal that happens at the end of the movie. What's the reveal?
3: Yeah, that, w- that it doesn't he, tie in,
2: does it? No, that he lives. That he was at the orphanage and that maybe his mother was when he said his mother sang it to him. Maybe it was someone in the, like the head of the the orphanage sang it. Oh, that's
3: a, even at that point, that's a stretch.
2: You're too much credit Mark. Yeah. (laughs) That's a
1: huge
3: stretch in my opinion.
1: So, the end of this scene she hits a note that doesn't exist with angel baby just go going for it uh which apparently makes the the like l- the the
3: windows light up i yeah. don't know oh uh, yes yes yeah, she, she the energon crystals
2: yeah <laughs> right she yeah, we find out them. later that it's the crystals that were the fairies <laughs> that's right yes right, i watched the movie would... twice you guys got more out of this than i did
1: okay our next clip is probably the the most excited we've ever been at an ending for a film, and that's Sorceress. Yeah. And that's when the... I don't even remember the name of the god. Uh, Not a clue. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, this one kind of took us all by surprise, and I think it was one thing that we were like, oh, my God, I can't wait to talk about this.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, especially because this movie was really just a poor man's like conan the barbarian Mm -hmm. he was super boring and really just cheesy but not the good kind of cheesy and then this ending kind of just pulls it from the fire because it's batshit insane what they just pull out of their ass really it's a lion with dragon wings i think yeah right it's it's some mythological or something yeah It's stop motion, and I love stop motion in any movie. That's why like The Thing is one of my favorite horror movies. The stop motion in that is great, but it's a stop motion lion with bat wings. It's fucking bizarre. It comes out of nowhere, but it's so cool because it's like that's the kind of stuff I really love. Just people making crazy things up, and I'm not gonna say it saved the movie, but. Like, 100% saved the movie, but it definitely put it in my good graces. Like, this is fucking crazy. This is so metal.
2: <laughs> Mark? Yeah, The uh, this was right around the time when we were really picking up steam with the D&D. So seeing these insane creatures and stuff was just, it, you know, just showed you that at any point, no matter what character I create it, there is was nothing that would be as batshit insane as that final god that shows up there out of nowhere um or in as or also as disappointing of a creature or villain that they've built up for so long and then it just shows up and it just looks like it looks like some guy's like hand sock puppet thing just going hey, oh i'm here ah <laughs> and he's only there you for know. a few Few seconds, seconds. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and gone uh so yeah i think i think i said in uh, either in the clip or somewhere in that thing is where i literally my jaw just dropped um yep. the moment he came on screen that that god came on screen uh because it was i w- there was no way you could have prepared me for what that thing looked like
1: <laughs> all right so here is that clip of us just so excited to talk about the ending of sorceress Oh, my God. The end is where this movie sells it, man. Because uh, it goes off the fucking rails. It's
3: so good. I love it. <laughs> yeah, they, they totally ruin it with, like, 50-year-old villagers coming in to fight.
1: <laughs> but fear not, because this movie also has zombies. It
3: does. Because yeah, all of a sudden... cool-looking.
1: Yeah. So Baldar and Mira are still in the catacombs and trying to figure out a way out. And then all of a sudden, the bodies in the catacombs start coming to life. They have to start fighting them. They're not sure if this is real or an illusion, but it's real enough. So they're fighting them as the ritual is still going on upstairs. It seems like they're starting to lose against the zombies, but that's when Mira remembers what Chrono said. Yes. Is when all else fails or whatever. (laughs) Remember Vital. So she says Vital, and then her sister, Mara, yells out, Vital... And then Vital shows up.
2: Oh my god! My my jaw dropped.
3: Thank
1: God Vital shows
2: up.
3: Nothing could prepare you for this. I literally I gasp when he shows up. Yes.
1: How (laughs) glorious is it? It was so good. It made this movie
3: so. And this is what kills me. Like this movie is so fucking shitty, but this part is so
2: fucking good. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Yeah. so the the uh, thing shows up, which is basically a lion with wings. Bat wings. Like, bat wings. Not even like a good griffin. Like, we're talking like a bad griffin. Mm-hmm. But as soon as he comes up, I'm like that little girl gif that's all like two fists to the mouth. <laughs> sort of like,
0: because
2: yeah, it is amazing. It is. Um, it is. And it, why was amazing? I'm sorry, go ahead, Mark. I was going to say, Ant, is this the part where you said you rewound a couple times to see if the thing was real or like sort of like cg like early cg or if it was like a puppet thing
1: oh it's most definitely a puppet yeah,
2: yeah. oh uh, wow while,
3: while this thing is you have to see it for yourself if, if you're listening to this just watch that part if anything it's not the very it's like at the very end but while it's awesome he does nothing
1: he does nothing for a good amount
3: for a long time. Yeah, he just, just, just kind of looks
1: looks on. Yeah, he's um, very
3: majestic looking, but kind of useless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's, he just kind of... What
1: happens, though, at this point, is that the spell is broken, and Mara is able to break out of Trigon's hold. The fights start. The sword fight's in the square, I guess, and they really get you out of those same two sound effects of the sword fights.
2: Cling, yeah. cling. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That fight starts happening. So Trigon calls an audible and he sacrifices the princess to his uh, god. god Kal'Gara, Who Kal'Gara is? Calgara shows up.
3: Much less awesome than the other god.
1: Yeah. She's got a half face, a two face.
3: Yeah. She and she shoots dragon? lasers
1: out of her. She shoots lasers out of her mouth.
3: What is she? She parts snake or dragon or?
1: I thought she's just like that Mel Gibson movie. Like the yeah. man has
3: two faces? Yeah, the man with two faces. Fi- yeah, it's like yeah or the Harvey man without Dent. a face. They they call upon
2: Harvey Dent. <laughs> oh, amazing.
3: She does more than what was Vital. Mm-hmm. She does more in terms of action than Vital does, if you think yeah. about it.
1: Yeah. And it's kinda weird. It's like, well, he I guess he could have sacrificed just about anybody for Kalgara.
3: Yeah. I think that's a pretty big loophole.
1: <laughs> He's just yeah. like, oh
2: all right, uh this isn't working, so I- I'm gonna do that plan B. I, I, I think it must have been like a sliding scale. Like if he sacrificed his firstborn, he got this level of power. Right. You know, it's like the levels of it's like the levels of clear.
3: You know. <laughs> so if he had sacrificed the daughter, he would have gotten like
2: instead of a head, full he clear. Gotten, yeah, yeah, like a full-bodied apparition, like God. We're talking like Tom Cruise level clear. Oh. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> That
3: was, that was, that's pretty cool if there's different levels of God, depending on who you kill.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. And this next clip is probably... So what we do a lot of the times is we'll we'll go off on tangents and talk about mo- ways we'll make a movie better, or we'll rewrite a movie, or we'll come up with a sequel. And I think the Teen Wolf 2 episode has two of our best moments of that. So it almost couldn't even figure out which one to pull but I wound up picking the one <laughs> where uh, Jason Bateman's character has the feral gene rather than, you know, like Michael J. Fox still has his cognitive abilities with him. And he just goes on a murderous rampage. Um, <laughs> and this
3: is this is a funny clip for me. Now, this isn't the same one where we dis- discuss him boxing a rival high school's um, Frankenstein's, Frankenstein's monster. monster.
1: No. This okay. is the one where like the his roommates go out go on
3: the lam because they're the ones that put him up to going feral. Okay, that one <laughs> I, I I thought you were gonna pick the other one. I was more prepared for that. This one I don't remember as much. <laughs> so so walk me through it. Essentially, what like what did what did we say essentially?
1: You wanna take you wanna take a few minutes and listen to it. Sure. All right.
3: Uh, right, but he's deep. not. A, he's also a man, so he's.
1: He's got full agency. He understands yes, what yes. he's doing. So right. it's not he, like it's not like he becomes an, a a primitive beast when he becomes a werewolf. He still has full cognitive abilities of human being, yes. but just he could run faster and jump higher and and has he, the agility you know, of a wolf.
3: How, how great would it be if he didn't retain his human side <laughs> in the boxing ring? <laughs> <laughs> he just mauls somebody to death and rip someone's head
1: off. Yeah, that's what that's what the mate would make this movie better. Is if like Todd was uh, Todd was the one that just le- was stuck with the primitive aspects of the yeah. wolf. He
2: got right.
1: the feral gene. Yeah, the feral <laughs> gene. So and like the rest of the movie is just the coach and the dean going on trial for
3: <laughs> for allowing
1: for manslaughter. <laughs> right. Like the
3: the, the first shot because he, when he's Todd. He gets his ass kicked, he falls over, and then he wolfs out. And then he like jumps into the ring. <laughs> the next shot should have just been his fist going to the camera and then cut to the guy's head just flying off. <laughs> or just like just like just sticking
1: his like claws like right in the guy's chest and just yeah, like, uh... ripping his heart out.
2: Yeah. Just <laughs> okay. Like a killer clowns oh, moment,
1: you. and then he just goes into the stands and eats. And <laughs> they get like campus police to put him down.
3: <laughs> That'd be such a great movie.
1: <laughs> <It'd> be amazing. <laughs> this whole setup for the first time he Hulk he wolfs out. I'm almost I'm gonna say Hulk out all the time. Uh, <laughs> a whole setup like forty minutes of right before he wolfs out. Yeah. And then just the rest of the movie is just this them dealing with the aftermath of this pan- wolf attack on campus.
3: Just pandemonium on Hamilton uh
1: and quad and everything. He's great. Yeah. We should we should think we should write Teen Wolf Three.
3: Uh, and, yeah, this is exactly what it's gonna be. And and Nikki's the one who like calms him down enough for the campus police to just, just plug him a few times. <laughs> just an
1: onslaught. Like they have to get the SWAT team in or like the <laughs> Or the military.
3: He just goes down there in a hail of gunfire.
2: It's the Edward Norton Hulk movie.
3: <laughs> I would have loved to have seen that. Jason Bates <laughs> just blown away.
2: The switcheroo uh, in the second half of the movie is just about Chubbs. Yeah. Right.
3: Just, just dealing with the emotional fallout.
2: Like, the moves
3: he, on Nikki. Him and Styles just totally regretting, uh, <laughs> telling him to wolf out. And that would make his life better. And just, just them, and they, they have to go to the uh, the guidance counselor on campus. Well,
1: what, what if their storyline is that Chubbs is like, man, this is your fault. I got to tell somebody about this. And Styles is like, you can't tell any, any fucking person about this. I'm going down. You're going down. <laughs> that would have been
3: great. And
1: they're like, then they're just paranoid. Like, all the time, all, you see, they always so see the cops on campus interviewing people, and they're like, oh my god, what the fuck's going to happen? And then they hightail it to Canada or something like that. Right. And then the, the, <laughs> leave they, the act-
3: country. they accidentally mistake, there's like a cop car following them, and it's just a cop car just minding his own business. Yeah. And they, they, get mis- they get, like, paranoid, and they start, like, weaving in and out of traffic, and they, they just get into a terrible car accident. <laughs> Sounds amazing. They take a hostage. god wasn't our fault man it wasn't us yeah you just let the hostages go (laughs) they kidnapped the two hoes (laughs) this is all their fault for not putting out all right it's fucking funny i forgot about that (laughs) all right
1: all right so what did you think about this clip dan uh
3: yeah that is an interesting take um i i do i like the the latter part because I, I could still picture that one scene in my head where, you know, like I, I I mentioned, he gets his ass kicked, he falls, he jumps into the ring as the wolf, and there's that look of surprise, and then the punch just coming to the camera and the dude's head flying off. That's <laughs> fucking good. But the uh, the two friends being paranoid and on the run, that's the best part of the <laughs> making the the movie better, because yeah. now it turns into a totally different movie, man. <laughs> oh man oh i love that that's a good one that i i'm surprised we got two really good ideas out of that one movie with the boxing the frankenstein's monster and then the friends having to deal with the aftermath of jason bateman's character murdering a person in the ring
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah this is this is a pretty funny one
2: Yeah. yeah the this clip uh Basically, just it was the first moment where I realized that whole uh, how do you make this better part of the podcast would become would be able to be filled with such great moments. Um, in it, because I don't think we had made it a part of the podcast at this point. No, I think this is what inspired it. Um, just because we, I think later on in a later episode, we literally rewrite another movie, um, uh, going through the same premises we did with this, but this was so organic and it was um one of those moments where we just kept like piling up one great idea and insane thing you can do with this on top of another um and yeah it 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 was definitely one of the ones i remembered when when you had uh, mentioned to us uh to think about what we would want for this episode
1: yeah so we're going to move right along because i'm going to assume that i cut that part in already <laughs> just note to self cut that in earlier and I'm going to go into uh, a, an episode where we accidentally shamed a actor by because of his looks. And then he totally called us on it. <laughs> <laughs> and that is when we were making fun of Clint Howard during our episode of The Goods,
3: which he's not even in. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, I don't even remember how that got brought up, to be honest, but I ran with it. Well, yeah. whatever the reason was, I, I think it, we
1: were I think we were discussing a, a, a sort of similar to William Hickey and I think in the episode we actually even bring up William Hickey too is okay. that Ed Helms is like I think he's like 30 when they filmed The Goods and we're like he doesn't fucking look 30. He looks like he's like 42 and then we were just we got onto Clint Howard also being a person that was forever the same oh, age
3: that's right yes the people who just came out looking like that and you sent us a picture on skype yep. of clinton howard as a child i think he was seven years old in yes star trek yes and i i listen i was a dick i i can admit it <laughs> yeah and i you know that was only a look like that's a face a mother could love but god damn it man he it would have been so much better if he came after us. But he was, <laughs> yeah. he could not have been more classy. Yep. And like, hey, like, I think I did pretty well for a seven year old. And yes, my mother does love me. And <laughs> just like, I think that's the mark of a man who's just like, he's so comfortable with how he looks. Yep. And he's made a living. Like the dudes, yep. whether or not, however he looks, he's in some great movies mm-hmm. and yeah. he has some great lines. Everyone knows him. Maybe they don't know his name, but if you if I told you like oh he's that guy in the water boy I said Joe Montana like oh the, okay yeah that's him and uh, but yeah it's it's a very funny uh, back and forth and yeah he called us out on it and you know what that's that's cool that's fine it's what I deserved
1: <laughs> yeah uh, for those that don't know he he reached like we posted so, we posted this clip on Instagram and he actually so he found it somehow probably through a hashtag and he commented on it. Um, so if you're listening to this, Clint Howard, thanks for being an awesome person and taking it all in stride. And uh, Hopefully we'll we maybe we'll watch the ice cream man one day and we'll say nicer things about you. <laughs> so here's this clip. Uh, I don't think there's really much more to talk about, but it's pretty funny.
3: I feel like Clint Howard is another guy who was born perpetually old. Yeah, yeah. I think there's like episodes of Star Trek with like the
1: original series that he's in where he's like a nine year old and he's like a <laughs> giant bald head. The most hideous <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Uh, I just shared a picture of Clint Howard when he was maybe seven <laughs> on that, an episode of Star Trek.
3: That is the epitome of a face only a mother could love. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That poor man. Yeah. Jeez.
1: Uh, him and Ron are they full? Br- they're full brothers, I, right? They are. Like, what, what are those eyebrows? The short straw on,
3: at every turn. For, ev- for, every- <laughs> <laughs> for everything. Yeah. For, I, yeah. Oh my God! What happened? <laughs> was he? Were they
1: twins? And it was just like the second twin just barely hung on, and that became <laughs> Clinton. <laughs> jeez and then we've got we've got two left and i'm gonna go into this i wanted to do this one last but the other one uh in four is informed by this one um because these two are both uh john claude van damme movies where he plays two roles so i'm gonna talk about the first one which i think is the best conversation we've ever had on this show And it's also one of the most not safe for work conversations we've had on this entire show. And it's our conversation about time cops, specifically about the ramifications of having a threesome with your past or present or future self. And, uh, I was listening to this one earlier today and it was just, I was cracking up.
3: Yeah. Go ahead, Mark.
2: Yeah. I was going to say, um, just, just to clarify, um, having sex uh, with another person with your past or future self.
1: Yes, not, a threesome. Not actually
2: yeah. having sex with past or future self, which is a whole different conversation <laughs> that would not work in context. Once you listen to the clip, you'll see why. Um, but I believe, listening back to this clip that I forgot, I think this is right around the time that we started working with Geeks 5 Nation. Yeah, It was like so the first in the, in episode. The, yeah, the first. So in the middle of it where I think I think I say it like around the time when Dan goes, so when you got you just come on her face, <laughs> or your aunt says it or something, and I'm just like, "Hi, Geeks Five Nation, how you doing?" <laughs> it, they actually posted
3: uh, "Not Safe for Work" in the description <laughs> on the iTunes uh, on yeah. the iTunes listing. So I think that might be our only "Not Safe for Work," uh, although in general we are not usually safe for work. Not we're that we're as explicit on iTunes, but it's just language. Yeah, you yeah know. usually, yeah, we're not. Yeah. Too
1: far out there. We but always just... get the sex talks about Jean Claude Van Damme movies or sci fi movies.
3: Yes. We also have a very similar conversation in Hologram Man. We do. Yeah. Well, because I don't think enough people talk about it. Yeah. These things lend themselves to sex talk, and yeah. we need to break the taboo of it, all right? <laughs> it's 2020, goddammit. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I actually had this conversation last night with uh, family members because there is a scene in Tenant. When they do mention that you cannot interact with your past self, I was like, "Oh shit, are we about to see John David Washington have sex with himself in Tenet?" Oh shit! And no, that didn't happen, but I, I did bring it up to my family, and like, and they knew immediately. Like, Time Cop, like, yeah, right, <laughs> Time Cop. So yeah, that's that's a it's a big what if. It's yeah. something that that needed to be discussed. Yes. Yeah. And we discussed
1: it for like nine minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Probably one of our longest tangents, but it's yeah, no, I was I was cracking up when I was listening to this today. I mean, it, you know, I'm my biggest fan, I guess. At this point. <laughs> but it's pretty funny. That that We're, we're one,
2: just the funniest people on the planet. Oh yeah,
3: by far.
1: Just ask
2: <laughs>
3: uh, you know, just ask Clint Howard and I think it's it's my favorite one out of everything. It's my favorite one yeah. out of anything we've done. And the Choo-Choo Man is a, is a second it's a close second yeah.
2: but yeah. This one... I, I think I think the other clip we're gonna get to in this might be one two for me yeah th- this is number one yeah
3: uh so here
1: it is uh all, in all of its or close to it nine minute glory here is our conversation about time cop as we were just starting to realize this is kind of where we came in from the beginning uh we, so he goes he goes to the mall finds his wife melissa uh similar like very similar to the first scene that we saw these two um and he tells his wife about his time traveling and we see more of this fashion from these goons because the goons are there again as they were in the original scene um he tells his wife to kind of you know do what you're going to do um and tell tell your husband uh, tell tell me what you're what you want to tell me tonight essentially which is that she's pregnant um, he know, like I said, he knows not to cockblock his younger self. Yes. Uh, so he lets the fucking happen and just kind of listens downstairs while it's going on, I guess.
3: <laughs> um, it would have been great if he did like a little fist pump. He's like, attaboy, get it. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's, that's got to be a, a weird surreal experience. Right. Um, but
3: it can't be that bad because the no, one gotta doing be, it.
1: It's got to be pretty cool, but right. it's got to be surreal. It's like, whoa, that's crazy. I'm fucking right now, but I'm not fucking right now. <laughs> I don't feel
3: like i'm fucking right <laughs> <laughs> like what happens if you join well, you to matter could touch himself though right matter can't occupy the same space yes. eiffel, eiffel towering only you can't even eiffel tower correctly why not you could do the bridge yeah because essentially <laughs> uh, the Eiffel right, tower yes. you have to have the, the pinnacle so that's when you got you grab hands or, or, or at soul, least that's soul. what they tell me yeah <laughs> <laughs> So Mark, maybe
1: I'm confusing London Bridge with the Eiffel Tower. Yeah,
3: yeah. Mark and I have never... Decided. Nope. <laughs> not together. Any. No, not together. Definitely not, right, Mark? De- Definitely not together. Definitely not together. Um, but
1: I guess you you could London Bridge. Although, yes. let's clear, really, unless you're... You can't really occupy the same <laughs> space as, as yourself just by high-fiving. You're still not. In, at the microscopic level, you are not occupying the same space
3: but you're also i wonder if because you're you're inside the same person does that count no because you're not you're i mean you're you're occupying the same, the same person, person. <laughs> <laughs> but not the same but you're i'm trying to think because if you're in the person right. at the same time essentially right. there's a connection right now right. question let's
1: say you ejaculate on her right both both of you you both give her a facial does bridge <laughs> occupy the same space, or though, although mm. technically those cells aren't the same, they are you, the same. They're 100
3: no. percent the same.
1: No, not at all. They not, are... not. Ten years ago, from your your cum from ten years ago
3: isn't the same cum that you come when you're in 2004. <laughs> but you're now within 1994, so your your semen is that of 1994, <laughs> is it not? No, I'm assuming that your semen oh. travels with you. That's, that's a great that's question hello greek
2: geeks vibe nation <laughs> yeah uh,
3: this is, this is the, these are the answer
1: to no we've yeah. never pretended we were anything but a not safe for work podcast
2: no no i know right. i'm just i'm just say, is I'm waving that, hi to them so they know what they're in
1: thanks on. to our I,
2: listeners hello i just want to know our, if, is something if that we know,
1: should actively avoid <laughs> If you know the answer to the question, would yeah. your form—I I am of the opinion that your—well, you're, also, technically, your <laughs> technically, getting back onto the human human thing, your your cells replace themselves every seven-ish seven years. years. Yeah. So technically, if you go back in time ten years ago, you are not the same person at the molecular level as you were then. So true. you can probably double team your wife and not worry about the implications of turning into an Akira-like monster.
3: Well, it's probably in the handbook that they have. Yeah. yeah. So you you might you I think you're you're probably safe, but I just, I, I don't know, man. I I feel as if there, you have that connection. It's it's a huge gamble. It is a but is big the gamble, gamble worth it? <laughs> Because if you survive, that's a great story. <laughs> right? Right? That's a pretty awesome story. No I think, one would take believe it, you, but... No, people in the future would because they know time travel is a thing. That's true. Right? So you could, you can say, like, you know, you, like water cooler, you're with fellow agent, you know, Mark Myers, and Mark, you, you asked me, hey, so like, how did your last mission go? I'm like, dude, <laughs> I tag team my wife with myself. And you would believe it, right? Yeah. You have to because yeah. but but that's the thing i mean you would probably get in so much trouble for doing it because <laughs> like the implications could be dire because it sounds like a fireable offense if you work for the tec yes now say you impregnate the, the future self impregnates the past wife oh that's crazy right so now it's still technically your kid right it has to be. yeah but the it's almost like I'm trying to is oh, it like, that would yeah.
1: totally screw over your younger self exactly. like pregnant it's like so you don't have to deal with the the diaper changing and having to get up around right. you get you pick up that kid when he's 10 years old which essentially he
3: does yeah but it but not because he impregnated his past wife.
1: No. He might he's... as well have though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had to skip all of that. Yeah. I mean, I guess there is some drawbacks. You're like, "Oh, he's so cute when he's a baby and now he's like this chubby white kid.
3: <laughs> Why didn't <laughs> I teach him how to do splits yet?" What is going on right now? Yeah. Oh, this
1: time travel opens up a craziness. It's Pandora's box what it mm-hmm. is. So, if anybody knows the answers to these questions of whether or not your ejaculate could exist in the same place from 2004 to 1994, I do believe they would be completely different ejaculate, though. Not all ejac... You're not... It's not, like, one... It's not it's, one ejaculate for your entire life. It's
3: from I, your I, balls, though.
1: I feel right? like... But you're not... You are not you didn't produce... You didn't produce the ejaculate that you'll have now, ten years ago. So, you would have produced it, like, yesterday. I, for, I, I don't know exactly how how quickly I, you're.
2: I feel like this is. sperm. I feel like this is something that Bill Nye the Science Guy is. Like, All right, a little cre- that creep. Just one one more thing. So, like, are you saying,
3: say you're tag teaming your wife, you pull out, get it on her face, right? If it, if yours touches, if your futures touches your younger selves, and there's like a little pool there. Yeah. Don't it, something weird would happen. I just know it. Something weird would have to happen like a monstrosity Jean-Claude Van Damme would spring up from the goo. (laughs) And try to kill the boat. Right. Like, (laughs) I I must destroy my predecessor. They can only, it's almost like a Highlander moment. There can only be one. Yes. (laughs) The offspring always tries to kill its older, you know, rival. I don't know.
1: I don't know if there's any way to answer these questions. We'd have to we'd have to write the porn par not parody, but the porn version of this movie to get to the bottom of it. What would it be called? Time Slut? Yeah, I mean uh, time cock, obviously. Oh, Come, yeah. on.
2: <laughs> Come on, Dan.
1: And our final clip tonight is another Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, and we also talk about Time Cop in this in this clip. This is us talking about uh double impact. We're talking about uh, twins and dan had mentioned that he had he had wished that <laughs> twins worked much like they d- like past and future selves do in time cop and then <laughs> this is talking about raising your kids to think that too <laughs> <laughs> that if they touched each other the other one would die do you remember this clip at all dan uh, vaguely vaguely
3: ah shit do you want to take re- a
1: second to listen to this it's short it's only
3: like it's like a minute long I wish real twins acted on time cop logic. <laughs> <laughs> the, like the twins can never be in the same spot at the same time. They can't go to the same school. They can never hug. <laughs> yeah, they can never <laughs> hug. It's just, it's a life of misery for twins, really. <laughs> I've never known what it's like to embrace my my well, brother.
1: <laughs> then if you if you wind up for some reason having twins, you could raise them to think that how great would that be i mean I'd be, the
3: shittiest, <laughs> I'd be the shittiest father ever like no you can't touch each other you'll disintegrate if you do <laughs> one of
2: you will die that's a great way to keep them from fighting each other though
0: yeah
3: <laughs> can you imagine though where like if i tell my twin like sons or daughters and they go to school and they just like have a meltdown. Like, why? And the teacher's like, well, what the hell's going on? Like, I can't touch him. My dad said one of us would die. <laughs> Watch time, cop, you idiot. <laughs> I just like how we mentioned how it would make me a terrible father. <laughs> uh, and now that we're revisiting it, uh, I, I want to do this even more now. I'm doubling down on making sure if I have twins, neither of them gets to see each other. <laughs> they each get one room and they have to take, like, you get breakfast at this time, you get breakfast at another time. And it, we, it's, but that sounds like a lot of work. It does. Yeah. But I love it. I love it. Yeah. That's, I, I wish more things in life just operated on time cop uh, logic, really. I do too. I do too.
1: I wish we could go back in time using the time cop rules. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that'd be awesome. And I kinda wish we dressed like Time Cop. <laughs> Although I don't know why. But the mullet just the mullet. We need more mullets yeah. and splits. Splits. <laughs> Although there wasn't there wasn't enough for you in Time Cop. There was only one. It was a good split though. Yeah. On the that's on the, the counter. That...
1: That's the iconic one.
3: Yes, that's the the split to end all splits. Uh on the kitchen counter well yeah. the, the, the henchman gets electrocuted. It's a solid yeah. split.
2: Yeah, I think the My favorite part about this, Dan, is when we start talking about the psychological uh, scarring that this would do when the kid goes to school. And (laughs) and they say, why are you crying? I can't touch my brother. One of us will die. Can't go on the field trip.
3: (laughs) Only one of you gets to go to the chocolate factory.
1: Uh, Yeah, it was either between that one of, of Double Impact or the conversation about the woman and her quads.
3: Oh, the quads is a good one saquon barkley uh, right that we, we say that she's yeah. the saquon barkley of this movie yeah. quads for days i i just love how the the camera just fix uh fixates on her quads because they deserved it those were yeah. some quality quads
1: <laughs> uh that those are all the clips i have is there anything that i missed that you guys kind of hope
2: that i uh, had pulled uh mark what, what do you think no, i'm trying to think i think the choo-choo man and uh, mm-hmm. not because that was my suggestion um, in terms of renaming uh, the Bye Bye Man as one. But that was a another one of those moments that just uh, truly organic, just we were discussing what the fuck was up with the train in the Bye Bye Man to begin with. And, you know, it just it just naturally came out to that part. Uh, but, um, yeah, that's the only one. And, um, yeah, I think that's it. I'm, I'm trying to think. Um, oh. Do you have any, Dan, while I'm...
3: Yes, the Yes, uh, the Keith David conversation from the was it the lost treasure of the maya yep how we just talked about like i think keith david was just on (laughs) vacation and like, yeah you want to be in a movie yeah Yeah. i'm on my boat why not uh i thought that was a good one the star crash uh making fun of the southern robot Mm -hmm. that was pretty funny uh
1: if I, i had more time and more uh you know uh, ambition i sure. would have done i would have done a supercut of all the accents we've done on this show and all <laughs> of the impressions i think you do a pretty good obama don't you i don't remember what episode that is yeah. i don't know in what situation i would have dropped i it's obama talking to jay-z for some reason <laughs> i i couldn't even tell you what that was from but i think in the lost treasure of the maya i do a matthew mcconaughey impression for some reason <laughs> And William William not Hattie, in Serenity. I, it, I'm sure it's in Serenity too. Yeah, but it's definitely like we role play that Keith, they, like Matthew McConaughey also rides up on a boat looking
3: for Keith David. <laughs> uh, speaking of McConaughey, tiptoes. How we all thought McConaughey was going to throw the baby out the window.
1: <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> so that, that's kind of harsh, but we all we all thought it. <laughs> Yeah,
1: no, it just seemed like he was gonna do it. Oh yeah, uh, oh, I yeah. I love the conversations where we actually have like actual movie <laughs> conversations. Like the the end of Motorama was a good one. Um, oh with with the uh, uh, the Odyssey, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. the conversation at the end of of all movies, the conversation of, uh at the end of Christmas with the Cranks. Oh yeah, well, like we kind of get into an argument. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we we have a discussion, a frank discussion about what the the ending mm-hmm. is about and what the the messages of them. movie. I that, that you know that's that's bordering on film criticism <laughs> that we yeah. we don't usually get into. But I mean, you know, uh, we're watching shitty movies. <laughs> right.
3: But but again, it's cool how we don't always agree on things, and it it adds some some spice to it. Uh. The the. <laughs> Deleted version of Mac and Me. Oh yes, where the boy good. in the in the wheelchair gets blown to shit. <laughs> oh no, he gets shot, right? Yes. he gets shot from behind, <laughs> and you just see the squibs go off and him just slump over. Uh, not saying that I like seeing kids get shot, but just the way that it's acted is very yeah. Uh, uh, so undercover with Jeremy Piven, just like the, the the director not wanting Jeremy Piven there, but he just keeps showing up. <laughs> uh i'm just i'm just kind of going through everything yeah christmas with the cranks was a good spirited discussion yeah um i can't i still can't believe i'll be home for christmas is our top downloaded episode that's crazy yep uh oh uh the silent night deadly night just talking about (laughs) garbage day (laughs) that's more of just the movies line than our line but that's that's a great line uh Yeah. other than I mean, there's so many looking back we really do have some really good discussions yeah I have a question for you
1: guys uh, um and that'll pr- pretty much wrap it up um, are there any movies you're look like you are looking forward to hoping in the future cover
3: mark what,
2: what do you think no I mean I always make the joke about the fast and furious movies but that's never uh, gonna come up it's just a running bit but um no I like I said earlier and it wasn't uh, a thing to Pat you guys in the back or anything, but I look forward to October uh, just because this is the time when uh, you know, there's, I get surprised by the movies we watch because I don't go as deep into the horror catalog as you guys have um, or search that stuff out. So that's the exciting part where there's a good chance I may like be absolutely bored because I don't, you know, get this type of horror or something like that. But then there could be also a reanimator moment where, I love that movie so much now um, after seeing it. Um, I, I think that part of it is what I look forward to more than, you know, the week to week movies. Um, but, yeah, that that's just me. I don't know if what you guys feel on that.
3: Uh, yeah. In, term, in terms of what I'm looking forward to, I, I like to kind of keep it somewhat newer. So I, I'm going to try to scour... Newer movies to see if there's anything good out there. Um, there is one that I have in mind that we're gonna have to do after uh, 31 Days of Horror, but I, I'm I, I wouldn't say that I'm really looking forward to it, but it, it caught my eye. I'm just a fan of I, I really don't shoot down many ideas. I think we're all really just easygoing. Uh, if there's a an episode to be had from it, we generally we accept all comers really but it's not like we just take whatever it's it we do need to have some side we need to discuss whether there's a an episode in it or not Mm -hmm. um but i i haven't looked that far ahead in terms of what i really am looking forward to but there is one movie that i have picked already that i i'm excited for okay Oh, yeah. No,
1: I was just thinking like we haven't done a Neil Breen movie yet. We did the trailer for Twisted Pair. Um, we haven't done The Room yet. Um, you know, there's there's still so many bad movies left to be watched. Yeah. we have only watched 100. There's millions more. <laughs> right. It,
3: it's a never ending source, really. And more yeah. are being made every year.
1: Yeah. We do one one episode a week and double that for the amount of movies that come out. <laughs> so there's always yeah. we'll never run out. But um, I think that's going to wrap it up. Yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up this week. Um, So we'll be back next week. It's going to be weird because we're going to wind up recording. You know, this is to kind of let you in behind the curtain a little bit. We So we post about a week ahead of time. Uh, we're recording on a Thursday. That's going to go up the next Thursday. But we're going to basically be recording two 31 Days of Horror episodes before October hits. So... That's just the way the, sk- the calendar um, works this month, this year. So, but we're really excited. It's our favorite time of the month, of the year. I keep saying month, favorite time of the year. Uh, 31 days of horror. We're I'm going to try and do articles on the website, but uh, we are definitely at the minimum. We're going to bring you five horror movies this year. So October has five Thursdays, so you're going to get five episodes all related to horror, and then we'll be back for November and to our usuals. And then we're going to go right, right after that, we're going right into Christmas movies. So it's going to be a fun couple of months. Um but yeah, that's it. That we're they called this a movie. You can find us at they called this a movie dot dot com and wherever you get your podcasts, just search for they called this a movie. The main main dot com is the main website, and you could find us on all socials at the main damies. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I shouldn't say all socials because we're not on TikTok and we're not on Snapchat and I don't know what else there is, what are the, the kids. We're on hinge. Well maybe we're on hinge, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to find out. Yeah.
2: Uh, yes. We're not on there
1: yet. <laughs> Hinge and Bumble and Grinder, we're on all those somewhere. Just gotta find us. Uh, but that's gonna wrap it up. We're also proud member Geek Vibes Nation. Please check them out. They've got a bunch of great shows. We're gonna pop up on some of their shows coming up. A um, bunch of great shows are on there. A bunch of geeky stuff. Top 10 with Tia. Scene and Nerd. Getting the Sacred Cow. A bunch of other shows. Uh, I think. Technically, Stranger Damies is part of that, but it's fine. Um, you guys got
3: anything you guys want to plug? Uh, just my own self uh, at the Aquino122. That's my Twitter, and at Stranger Damies is the D&D account. Uh, come check us out. We we will talk about anything other not other than we will talk about anything along with D&D. So we would love to hear from you,
2: Mark. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing here is you know. Uh, make sure you just listen to all of our podcasts Stranger Damies, Game Ball Pod. Stranger Damies is every Wednesday, Game Ball Pod's every other Monday. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of great content on the main Damie, you know, family of podcasts. Um, and then we also do streams over at Game Ball Pod on Twitch. Um, and then the archives are all on YouTube. Uh, so just be sure to, to look all that up. Um, we do make content. And, uh, and yeah, it's uh, very easy to. Uh, find an avenue to get in with something uh, that this website produces
0: okay
1: yep and that's going to wrap it up for us we don't have anyone to tell go fuck themselves so uh, i guess the only thing is to say to here's to hundreds more